Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And it's Tuesday. That means it's Futures Day. Coming up in the next segment, we will talk about NFL awards. We'll talk about MVP when it doesn't relate to Tyreek Hill. Uh, and also some of the other great individual awards where we are finding some value. But now, let's talk about team futures. And let's begin in the AFC East. And it's a fairly simple proposition here. Dolphins minus 400, Bills 3-1 to one at BetMGM. Joe, are you buying into the Bills' chances of making a run and winning this division? Uh, you, you already know the answer there. Uh, here, here's the tough part. <laughs> the, the difficult part is these tiebreakers. That's going to be I, – I wonder if that's going to be a problem. And – <laughs> I also wonder if I'm going to be the guy that keeps on adding every week because I've added multiple times to Bill's futures, but now uh, the market is certainly reacting. Look, it, it was an impressive win, but you don't get extra credit for good wins. You just get the credit for a win. So I, I know we feel like, oh, you go to Arrowhead and you took down Mahomes again. That was a great win. Like, it's still one. It's not 1.5 like this weekend. Mm -hmm. If they take down the Cowboys, it's still going to be one. So that's the NFL committee is unimpressed. (laughs) I know. And you know, Frank said it, it might be going a little far, but I totally feel what he's saying. It's like the bills are either going to miss it or they're going to make it and go to the Super Bowl. I hear them because that, that conference is just so weak everywhere. Isn't that crazy? Where mm-hmm. we started the year, what we thought the AFC was. Like, it's not only the bottom. It's the, the teams that are going to be on the top. They're beatable. Like on paper, the Ravens are probably the best right now. But they're all beatable. And a team like that, with, with that sort of upside, sure. The issue is they lost to Denver. They lost to Cincinnati. They lost to Jacksonville. Maybe Jacksonville, the part doesn't matter. They end up winning the division, something like that. Um, but that's why they're still sitting there as the 11, because we also have a six with the exact same record. So, mm-hmm. but look, they, they can, they can do this. And if they get in, watch out. Nobody wants to match up with that team. So would Super Bowl just be the best bet then, getting the best value if you wanted to get in on Bill's futures now? I I was thinking about what you said yesterday because a lot of people like yourself and some of our guests were predicting the Bills to win the Super Bowl before the season started, and here we are right back at that conversation. How about that? The Bills are the fourth favorite for the AFC. They're not even in. They're the fourth favorite. They're at nine Wild. to one right now. Yeah, eight, nine to one. So they're they're they have shorter odds than the Jaguars, the Browns, the Texans, the Broncos, the Colts, the Bengals, the Steelers. Uh, would I make any of them sh- those teams shorter? I, I don't you understand why they're fourth? I get it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally get it. But I just keep coming back to this notion that you need to be a quasi complete football team to win the Super Bowl. Like if you want to if you want to make the case that eight to one, nine to one to win the AFC has some value, I'm probably okay with that. But if you take it one step farther to Bills 18 to one and Bet MGM to win the Super Bowl, my response mm-hmm. to that would be how's the defense going to look in February? 
Like who's going to be available to play? How healthy will they be? Will they succumb to other injuries between now and February? And to me, that matters a great deal because you look at the DNA of all the Super Bowl champions over the last 15 years, either the quarterback has played out of his mind or the defense has played out of their minds. But then the other side of the ball was still at least average. Is this Bill's defense average? I don't think so. I, I think they're a little worse than that right now. Though Now, they might raise their level of play. But what I find fascinating mm-hmm. is that this narrative from Sunday, the, the Bills-Chiefs game, doesn't it feel like it's evolved a little bit to where it went from, wow, the Chiefs are looking dysfunctional. Yeah. Pat Mahomes mm-hmm. is yelling at everybody. And Kadarius Tony doesn't know what the neutral zone is, et cetera, et cetera. And it's evolved from that to, wow, the Bills look pretty good. They're flipping a switch, turning things on. And I guess my question is, why did it evolve that way? Because I like the original hashtag narrative of Kansas City starting to fall apart. I don't necessarily look at the Bills right now and go, wow, they flipped a switch because they won that game. No, it it was a win that I thought they would get. But they have other games like this upcoming one against the Cowboys where I go, that's Mm going to be a challenge. And more defensive injuries. Mm-hmm. That's been the story of the season, along with the Josh Allen turnovers, the injuries to key players on defense, and it's not looking great. Like now we've got Hyde, right? And and there's another yes. one that you've got to be concerned about. So, all right, impromptu nickel or dime, dime yeah. on the yeah. Bills to win the Super Bowl at eighteen to one, or let's stay in the same conference. It's wide open, or nickel on the Browns at sixty to one. Which team would you rather bet on? Uh, I think the Bills at 18 to 1. I still think you might have a hedging opportunity there, too. I do think there's teams like the Niners and the Ravens that are more complete teams, but I do think crazy things can happen. And offensively, the Bills are so good. Maybe they don't need to have the best defense in the league when it's all said and done. So I'd I'd rather take the better quarterback with the Bills. I have a follow-up. Mm-hmm. What's okay. your perfect path? What's your perfect path for the Browns? To get in? Or, oh, you know, once you're there. No, they're in. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're okay. in probably the five, I guess, at this point. They are so now. You get Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you get Jacksonville, let's say they're the five. I think likely. that's safe. I yeah. mean, the Dolphins, Dolphins. Yeah, let's just put them in at the five right now for this conversation. I love going to Jacksonville. You, I love that. Yeah, that first, yeah, that first one, <laughs> give me the Browns. That's it. Done. Not thinking about it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who's the seven? Well, we want to say the Bills are the six for the purpose of this conversation. So the seven loses to the the two, which would be Miami right now. Chiefs or Dolphins. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I personally want a three, six Chiefs Bills rematch so they can cry again. Um, so we're going to mm-hmm. say that. So. <laughs> So Which we'll side? Seven. Oh, the Chiefs. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Chiefs cry again. Cry again. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. So then, as the Browns, you're the five. So you're facing the two because the Bills is the six, would be facing the one. Okay. So that's the Dolphins. Man, that sits up. All right. I love that. Give me a physical team mm-hmm. against yeah. Miami. I love that spot, yeah. too. And then the Ravens. Who Absolutely. Will be the third time you face them. If you're kind of I would love them. that narrative. Oh my gosh, F- old man Flacco. Man, I didn't want to like this. I didn't. I love. I didn't want to like this. 
and now I do. I know you didn't, but, but, but here we are. Like the path isn't terrible. I would, I would let, back the Browns here. Let me throw one more so, scenario in there. So let's let's say chalk holds. You face the mm-hmm. Chiefs in Week Two instead, or you face the Chiefs somewhere in there. Who's the worst opponent for the Browns to face? Why don't we just say that? Okay. A healthy Lamar Jackson, I think. I mean, like, and I know it's like, it's tough because I know it's a divisional game, but it's probably them, right? Like, because you need, you need overwhelming quarterback play to go up against that great defense, right? Like Joe Flacco has to outgun the opposing quarterback and who's playing better than Lamar Jackson right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's. That's probably in the loss 28 to three in week four. Yeah. <laughs> so there was that. Um, but they did win a game too. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. was that game fluky that they won when it was 33 to 31 uh, about a month ago. A lot of crazy was, things that ended up happening. It was like Deshaun Watson's yeah. like lone competent game, wasn't it? Like yeah, the only time right. like we saw vintage uh, Deshaun Watson, which look, when we're evaluating the Browns, like isn't this the first competent quarterback play that they've had aside from that one game? Like final, like mm-hmm. it's Joe Flacco. Like he's not that great, but still this is competent quarterback play. That means the Browns like are now a fantastic football team. It only took yeah. that. But the I, I brought up the question because not only do mm-hmm. we have some faith in Flacco, but I think we all agree that they're in. We can't mm-hmm. say that about the Bills right now. And their number is right. much, much shorter. And there's there's a little bit of upside. I didn't expect to say that. I thought it was higher floor with the Browns. But now we can say yeah. that there's a little bit of upside, right? Because of <laughs> I can't even, I can't really say it with a straight <laughs> face. It's hard to like. Are we are we going too far? Like, okay, slow down. His name's Joe Flacco. He was he was on the street for a reason, you know. But it's maybe he was being the overlooked Jets put him there because of his age. Well, and he was <laughs> yeah. also with terrible teams, bad offenses too. Yeah, mm-hmm. he hasn't really been given a fair chance if you look at what's happened. You know, yeah. I think maybe he was overlooked and just needed to get out there with some support, and here he is. Are, are you yeah. saying the you league is ageist? A little bit. <laughs> that <laughs> coupled yeah, with like getting – when you are thrown in there, you're on a terrible team, so it looks like it's all your fault. Here's my yeah. counter for, like, mm-hmm. the seventh twist in this story. Yes. He had the same yes. setup last year. He had, he had a great defense and he absolutely stunk. And he had a go to wide him? receiver. Maybe the O line. I mean, is that his fault? Worse. Or I mean, like, we've been complaining about the offensive coaching staff for the Jets, whether Hackett's there or not. But I mean, that's kind of you know, that's kind of the knock against, you know, what we have in Robert Sala, right? Like all the quarterbacks stink. So, and I mean, some of that is we've had, I know we have, like, I mean, Salah's not the offensive coach. Like, I, like, I know it stops with him, but I'm not putting like a different offensive coordinator. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm maybe it's my fault, but I am removing Salah from the offensive conversation. So I just don't know that that's a fair apples to apples sort of thing. Well, he hires a guy. Right, he sure. hires the guy, 
And like, there are other things that he does very well. This isn't a, should he be, you know, still coaching or fired conversation and say, how does this keep happening under his leadership conversation? And at some Mm -hmm. point there's gotta be some accountability there. I look at this and say, the scheme for the Browns, like not that any quarterback can do it, but a competent quarterback can. And I will argue Flacco is at least competent. Like a lot of those receivers in that last game were stupid wide open. And that goes to Kevin Stefanski's brilliance, I think. Like he is a fantastic offensive mind. What's that? Yeah, fair. Yeah. So it's a pro Stefanski argument. I I agree with that. Exactly. Right. It's a pro Stefanski argument and it is a Joe Flacco is at least competent argument. And they haven't had that until now. Like imagine if Deshaun Watson were actually the Texans version. Would the Browns be, say, a top two, top three team in the AFC? I would argue absolutely. No doubt in my mind. Right. Yeah. 100%. And yeah, we also Mm -hmm. don't want to go too far on Flacco, but that's where the quarterback play is that he's mm-hmm. arguably been average, which is a massive upgrade mm-hmm. to what they've had. He's also been good for a pick every game so far. And, you know, he's been good, sure. which can come back to burn them at some point. But, yeah, um, Joe Flacco is the best quarterback play that they've had. I mean, that's a sad It doesn't statement. context matter as well with all yeah. the other quarterbacks who are getting injured specifically in the AFC and all these easier offenses that he can outgun. That also matters too. Like if everybody were healthy and yes, Joe Flacco wouldn't have a job, Aaron. I think you you bring up a really good point that in other years, we wouldn't be talking about Flacco this highly, but combine him with Stefanski in this context. And I think you do have something special. Yeah. And and for this week in the micro, uh, watch the offensive line. There's some injuries bubbling up. So I, you know, I felt pretty good about Cleveland minus three against the bears. And I would still go that way, but uh, I want to see how these these injuries look. Because if Flacco is behind a bunch of second stringers, yeah, yeah, it could be a bad spot. Mm-hmm. Man, do I need to have a Brown Super Bowl ticket in Lightning bets now? Now you feel better <laughs> about it with Watson not participating. That, by the way. Uh, that that was pretty amusing seeing the pictures going around like okay here's joe burrow he's on the sideline he's working with the quarterback he's trying to help them and then there's deshaun watson up in the stands not really caring <laughs> mm-hmm. seems like it's right. perfect but, yeah yeah perfect. right no kidding like nice to know that my ethical standards stayed true and that my intuition is still good about these guys going forward i know who i can root for and who i can't root for and that's just another instance <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. I know we got a few seconds left here, but uh, anyone else as far as like the AFC wild card picture worth bringing up here? Like, are we worried about the Texans now as far as their chances or anybody else who stands out? You know, the Texans have a lot of key wins in their pocket. So mm-hmm. it's all about Stroud and some of the under, other injuries. They beat Denver. They beat Cincinnati. They beat Pittsburgh. Um, maybe it comes down to that week 18 game against Indianapolis. Uh, we shall see. You know, Indy as the seven. They're going to fall out, which is why people are big on Buffalo and some of these other spots like Pittsburgh. They're probably going to fall out, too. So there's going to be movement there in the bottom of the AFC for sure. Good stuff. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, NFL Awards. That's right here on the BetQL Network.